Hey everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast. A conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Effort of Community Church, it's good to be with you yet again. Look who I have with me, <laughs> Pastor Kevin Eshelman. It's a great treat to get him into the podcast with us. Uh, and man, what a! I actually set this up a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, I hope his message is good. <laughs> right. Or that's just going to be just such a... <laughs> man, I can make you... up for it during this time. Like, okay, exactly. now is the oh. time to correct everything. I've done that, man. One of the questions I often start with is... Man, if you could go back and change one I, thing or, right. or reiterate yes. it, what would it be? But I don't yes. want to start there. I want to start yes. with something you did this morning. Every morning, just so you know, you'll learn a little bit behind the curtain of how things work at Effort of Community Church. Every morning, the staff meets around something we call a staff huddle. And usually Kevin West, one of the exec team pastors, will lead us in a little thought or something. And Kevin just did a great one this morning. But before we do it, I want to read... John sixteen seven because yep. Kevin hit us with that. Matter of fact, he asked us if any of us had it memorized. That's like putting your staff. <laughs> um, but remember this, but because I have said these things, you have sorrow and it's in your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. So he had us meditate on that verse today and tell us what you did to it. Tell them what you did to us. Yeah, well, the thing about these verses is... Um there's so much substance there. Sometimes we go by it so fast. Yeah. And so even this past weekend, as I mentioned to the congregation, like this is the fourth week in a row that we have highlighted uh, John 16, verse 7. Yeah. And uh, so at some point you begin to think like, okay, let's move on with this. But at the same time, you recognize that Jesus is asking us, like he's not asking us, he's telling us. Mm-hmm. It's to your advantage that I go away, and so you got to just stop and say, actually, no, it's not. Like that's the that's, right. that's the natural human response. So if you're in the seat of the disciples in that moment, they're saying, "Wait a minute, we spent three years with you. We've seen you feed mm-hmm. five thousand men and their families. Right. We've seen you raise the dead, and you're telling us it's better for us that you're away." Mm-hmm. No, like that's we've right. got to recognize the human response. So what I ask us to everybody to do, and myself included in our staff meeting this morning, our staff huddle stand-up time, was to what degree do you agree, to what degree do you agree with that statement? That's right. I just have an honest assessment. So I think it's easy for us to blow by it. Yep, it's in the Bible. Very nice. Okay, but to what degree are we actually in alignment way, he, with that? He made us do a degree percentage. Yep, that's so right. we had to sit there and go. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and remember, the, we're asking the question: To what degree do you think it's better that Jesus steps away and that the Holy Spirit's there? And so, yeah, I found the responses really. A lot of people had a high degree of belief yeah. that Jesus is telling you something true. However, their experience of it, yeah. they gave themselves a much lower score. Yeah, right. Like like me, I think I said sixty four percent. That's a D, people. That's a D minus <laughs> because yeah. I still want the <clears throat> comfort of my understanding of Jesus and what Jesus has meant to me, right? And that the Holy Spirit is a personality, not just a dynamic that flows yeah. off of Jesus. Yep. And that's that's it's a little difficult to yeah. get to know this being as a person, right? Um yeah. So Yeah, 64. so you think about again the disciples. No, Jesus, we've had you. So here we are in this podcast. What if Jesus was sitting right here on mm-hmm. the corner mm-hmm. and you think that's gotta be better. 
There's just no way. And so when you reason that through, you recognize that I'm actually not in agreement with what Jesus himself said. And so I've got to wrestle with that. And I think too oftentimes we just simply avoid that very challenging Mm -hmm. question. And when we avoid the question, then we actually, to some degree, have, um, like we've not yielded ourselves to the Holy Spirit to enable us, him to get us to where we need to be in John 16, verse 7. So the point of the assessment for us today was just simply to say, okay, if I'm 60% there, then I'm yielding my 40% mm-hmm. before the Lord. That's right. Like I'm just admitting Help to you my, my weakness. That's right, exactly. That's Help what it my is. Unbelief. That's right. And I, I really appreciated one of the things that you brought out as you closed the service this past weekend was, okay, if this is a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. to actually be in a relationship with uh, the Holy Spirit, ask Jesus That's right. about the Holy Spirit. I thought that was fantastic because mm-hmm. obviously he's himself, like these are red letters, right. <laughs> he himself is advocating mm-hmm. that you want this. Mm-hmm. He's telling us you want this. That's right. Yeah, I was recently for the ICL, our Institute for Christian Leadership, I was teaching on the book of Luke. And Luke is fascinated by the Holy Spirit. I talked to, about this when I spoke a couple of weeks back that Luke, as the only Greek writer in the New Testament, obviously is trying to help the Jewish believers to see a gift they've been given that they can't fully wrap their heads around, right? Yep. And and so that inspires me that that I went as I was studying Luke and I just went and read everything Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, it had an impact on me. Yeah. I was able to somehow cut through all the training, all the teaching, all the formative experiences, um, commentaries, etc., and, and again, they're not bad. Because um, mm, I mean, Alan Vincent's been a voice in my life. You've yeah. been a voice in my life. Um, Barry Whistler. So all of that to say, that's not bad. But sometimes, just to read Jesus on the Holy Spirit, yep. you're there, like, why have I not walked further into what Jesus <laughs> yeah. is saying? I have a friend I wanted you to get to know, and yeah. trust me, once you get to know this being, you will not regret that I'm not here. And I'm like, what? Yeah. But it's it, you know, it's pretty. Yeah. Now, by the way, it's not abnormal. If you look at the verse just before us, Jesus almost says, hey, you're all in a bit of denial. None of you have even had the guts to ask me where I'm going because you you're in denial that I'm going to be going from you yeah. at some point, right? So I want to, I want to, uh, I think I want to be gentle with this, not that you're not being too, and say, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think this is an abnormal struggle, but mm-hmm. what we're being challenged to and what you particularly challenged us to this weekend was wrestle with why. Yeah. Um, you're having difficulty fully relating to this person known as the Holy Spirit. Now, this weekend, you particularly dealt with um, what you felt is some teaching. Um, in other words, we have been impacted by our early formation experiences, right. yep. particularly our teachings. Whether or not it was active or passive, many of us have been exposed to some form of cessationism, yes. right? And you went for it this week on that. I mean, how are you yeah. feeling about that? It's a couple days later. Still right. feeling good? <laughs> well, it's at least a couple days later rather than a couple hours later. That's right. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I felt like we needed to do that. And, the, and the, so I've never been in a scenario like the church I grew up in never taught cessationism. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't teach on the Holy Spirit either. Yeah, so, I call but, that a soft cessationism, right? right? That's what I always refer so, to. So um, I feel like I have that advantage. But mm-hmm. then you wrestle with, like, for someone who was set, has been, has you had a time under cessationist teaching, it's hard to separate a teaching from a person who taught. So here's someone I love and respect, mm-hmm. and I'm not asking anybody to give up any kind of love or any kind of respect mm-hmm. in any way, but just to recognize that, wow, I, I feel like I, my interpretation of Scripture is not perfect. Yeah. 
And there's probably some things that I'm teaching that some people need to deal mm-hmm. with that. So it's not personal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to wrestle with like that teaching being biblical and how I manage that as well. Mm-hmm. So I so there's been people that have been have been taught that. And so there's a you know, even they're coming to effort to community church, I see the work of the Holy Spirit, I still am not completely comforted. Like what's the what's the resistance in mm-hmm. my heart? That's right. But honestly, Jim, I feel like for most of us, there's a level of soft cessationism that yeah, exists. Totally. And I like to put it this way, Kevin. What I heard from you this weekend, and because I went, I go away and process these things. I felt like I was reminded, like, hey, ideas have consequences, and even ones that you think you walked past. Yeah. I felt you challenge me. A little yeast can leaven a loaf. Go back and make sure you cut off that thinking completely. Yeah. In other words, because what we're, I mean, we're week four into eight on this topic. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is is wanting to meet us. And I felt like it was a reminder, that kind of classic, like, go cut off the root of yeah. previous things. Even if you don't see the bud of cessationism in your life anymore, go yeah. back and deal with the root <clears throat> and declare that was a teaching that should not have been in my life and see if there's not even a power in yep. that, right? That's what I was sensing, yep. the heart behind what you were doing. Not taking a shot at anyone or yep. even anything as much saying, for those of you who know that you're post that teaching, make sure you go back and yeah. cut it completely yeah. off. Because Yeah, yeah but uh, cessationist teaching is pretty practical. Mm-hmm. It gives explanation to experience. Um. And that experience is very difficult. Mm-hmm. So this past weekend, as part of our worship service, we had a testimony of two people who got healed. It was through Rick Mall, but also he was spoke a testimony of him um, being healed from headaches and a grandson being healed from some things that he was going through emotionally. And that's real. Mm-hmm. I also know that someone we prayed for that very same weekend that we spent time and prayed for was buried last week. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's real. I can't ignore right. the reality of that. So cessationism is actually a very practical explanation for, like, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And that's so right. it it actually... It's like, a very clean, easy, safe way to understand exactly what's going on. That's exactly a great way of saying that's right. it. Yep. It's that way. And but I'll remind you of something like, um, I think cessationist teaching in the West is linked to something else called dispensationalist teaching, where you believe that right. God governs different times in world history differently, yeah. and in his sovereignty, he's allowed to do that. But I, remind, I want to remind people, one of the things that's kept me from fully going there is Hebrews chapter 11. Mm-hmm. If you look at the names listed there, and we're told, look to that cloud of witnesses for yeah. living your life. Well, that cloud of witnesses was stretched over 3,000 years, right? And over what dispensationalism teaches is three different dispensational movements. Yet Hebrews 11 is saying to me, they're your role models. Mm. They're the ones you look to. They're your witnesses. And so it immediately tears down that – because if Moses was part of a completely different dispensation – the way he would relate to God would be very different than me. But yet I'm being told, no, no, you look yeah. at the way he related to God and you'll learn how you can relate to me. David, Rahab. Yep. And so there's a part of me that thinks, I mean no disrespect, but I am fairly convinced that our God is not shifting the way our God's relating to us, showing us different facets of yep. who he is in the way he lives and works and breathes. But I do not believe he's changing the actual uh, 
rules of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the last apostle dies, and then all of a sudden the rules of the game shift. Yep. So I, I, I will say this. I appreciated what you did, and I think it was a word to us. And I'm encouraging us to take it deep, right? And I'm because, doing it myself as well. Just so you oh, know, believe it wasn't me. like you. It was like what passively how have I yielded myself to that kind of thing. That's right. Yeah. And um, I know this, it inspired me even as some, a pastor here to pray for our congregation's ability for that idea to not um, continue yeah. to linger. Now, I, I want to pivot to, all right, so if you're saying, hey, Holy Spirit, here I am. Help my unbelief. I'm 40%, 40% believe in this, right, <laughs> yeah. that it's better that Jesus is here. I want to grow in it. You gave us the three Ds. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, it was very Wes-esque. Wes always has a perfectly structured. I love when that guy does that. But you gave us the three Ds of discover, uh, develop, and then deploy. deploy. Um, I actually, I even changed it in my notes, your second one, desire the gifts God has yeah. for you. You said develop, and I was like, man... And the yep. actual verse there in First Corinthians fourteen is Pursue, like yes, desire go after this, it. right? Like, and so I want I want to dive in there, right? So it's 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 discover, desire, deploy. You know, yep. uh, you, you were onto something, right? Yeah, and the, and the whole thing about the one there in the middle, <clears throat> the discovery. I think each of those uh, had a level of. I'm sorry, I have to use another D word. Go for it. Deficiency, <laughs> 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 because. <laughs> It's almost like when you discover the spiritual gifts, like what I want to be careful, like the deficiency in that is it's never, oh my, I'm sorry. Another it's never D? done. <laughs> in other words, you're constantly discovering like new things that God's doing yeah, in your true. life. Right. And so it's not a box you check off. Okay, now I have discovered my spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's a lifetime process of discovering what God is mm-hmm. doing in me, mm-hmm. which is why I wanted to say like recognize that um, you know, as you have the person of the Holy Spirit in you, like He is the one who he, He's the gift giver. Like He mm-hmm. has the gifts, mm-hmm. and so even as Scripture talks about, like He He gives those gifts as He sees fit. It is not only to a person, but it can be to a circumstance. That's so and and so, I don't want us as we discover gifts to ever then have a place of like those things are not a part of me. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't have a gift of service. Eh. Mm-hmm. We all do have. You might in yeah. a moment, right? That's right. Exactly right. Yep. Or a gift of healing, or um, if maybe I don't consistently operate, and the gift of prophecy doesn't mean that I'll never prophesy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we have to be careful that we don't put lids on ourselves, even in the process of discovering what God is. Yeah, doing. I oftentimes put it this way: like, <clears throat> there's no doubt that when it comes to our gifts, we have some consistent ones. Yeah. But then you also have context. So I always say there's consistency within context, meaning. God can put you in certain contexts where he's whips out of you another another tool mm-hmm. that you don't normally use. I used to be an electrician in an electrician's tool belt. Yeah. You literally have three tools that you're using all the time and then you have these two or three specialty ones that you only have to get out at, in very, yep. you know, contextual moments when you need those. That's how I've understood the spiritual gifts like you have a bigger tool bag than you think. Yeah. And you you did. You reminded us because you have the Holy Spirit, believe it or not, you got every tool in that tool bag. Yep. Now, the Spirit might pull out some consistent ones, and so that's particularly what I want to chat here in our closing minutes is, I think for people who want to say yes to the Holy Spirit and go deeper into an understanding of the Holy Spirit, I love to sometimes give them something very practical to do. So sometimes I say something like this, like, well, if you want to experience with the word, a word of knowledge, how about sitting down and just writing, thinking of someone you want to write a note to, and pause a little that's longer. Great, yeah. 
and just wait to see if a verse or a song lyric or an idea comes to your mind and right towards that in your note. Yeah. So and and so I I'm nothing against like a general note that you yeah. might rate of goodwill, but if you want to learn to practice even something like a word of knowledge or something, pause a little longer over a simple note you're writing to yeah. someone and watch if something doesn't happen. And then watch if you don't get mirrored back to you from that person like, man, that thing had a particular oh, weight to it. Yeah. That those are the baby steps toward recognizing the Lord can do that in settings that are less controlled than when you're just sitting down and writing yeah. a note, like yeah. in a service or in a ministry opportunity in the grocery store or something like that. But take that, I don't even call it a baby step because it's a profound it's a thing to sit and write a note. Yeah, it is. But it's a practical way to engage with, Lord, here I am. I'm making the gift of note raking available to you. Do you want to do something special in this yeah. today? Yeah. And that's what I think is that's a great. way to step towards deploying these gifts and discovering them even. Right. So. Yep. Just take some sort of action. That's why I felt like one of the things I wanted to communicate this past weekend was here at Effort of Community Church, we want to be a place where we can experiment mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm just going to, if if we almost, if we come to a place where we expect it to be always on and always perfect, um, then we have... The development part is just limited. That's right. And if we just have an, op- an environment to say, hey, Jim, here's my impression for you today. Um, and you might say, you might even come back to me and say, I'm sorry, but that doesn't speak to me at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, at least I tried. That's right. You know, as long as I'm not speaking lies or something. Yeah, and really- <laughs> the, human, the human connection of trying to even connect around that is enough, much less yeah. if the word's profound too, yeah. Yeah, even to say, like, in our connect group or even together as a family, to share some of those things and say, hey, was there any part of that that you felt like ministered to you or was it half of it that you felt like it ministered and I went off a little bit like that kind of honest feedback in a loving and gracious environment just really helps us to develop things that that um otherwise would remain stagnant and yeah I do this one little teaching in the harvest net school ministry called don't be afraid to aardvark and I use (laughs) Adam's naming of the animals at some point he named an animal something by the way we know he wasn't speaking English but I'm just having fun here right he had to name an animal something and God was like oh man nice (laughs) nice shot man like um, aardvark come on hippopotamus but but we have to be able to step out in our creative giftings our co-creating giftings that God's given us and it's not always uh, comfortable but I tell you the the spiritness how to steward that stuff. Yep. Any final words before I wrap well, it up? And one thing I I didn't get a time get time to this past weekend. It doesn't have to be weird. Nope. Like you don't have to, you know, well I get a sense of the like we use all this language that yeah. makes it weird. And it can just be the goal is to be naturally supernatural. That's right. Like for God's supernatural ability to be flowing through us in a very natural way. That's right. Yep. It's as simple as saying, you came to mind, and I want you to know I'm praying for you. Yep. It can mean a lot in those moments. Hey, I want to thank you for the extra three and a half minutes. Next week, we're pretty excited. Joel Bomberger is going to be sharing the message. It's graduation weekend, and Joel um, is carrying something on his heart, not just for um, our youth or our young people, but actually for the church. Um, I've been around Joel a lot lately. There's no doubt um, one, him as our resource evangelist um, is someone who is in tune with some things God's up to, and I'm pretty excited to hear what Joel's uh, SMI. got. SMI, yep. SMI. There's going to be a great impartation, not just simply from Joel, but also one of the things about this coming weekend is the students are going to be praying for, making themselves available to pray for us. That's right. They're going to be the ministry teams yep. at the end of the service. It's going to be great. That's going to be awesome. All right. Hey, we appreciate you. Have a great, great week. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortofcommunitychurch.com. Community